0: Hello and welcome to Shades & Coffee, the almost weekly Look Good, Feel Good podcast presented by me, Vivian Braidwood. My guest today is a London-based interior designer who's passionate about holistic design and the impact that interiors have on our well-being, whether at work or at home. Think about it, home is where your heart is. Your family of one, two or more gathers there to eat, sleep, play, relax and unwind. These days, it's possibly also your office and your classroom. That's why it's so important that you take the time to create the spaces that you and your family need to thrive. This interior designer will not only show you how, but will educate and empower you to create incredible memories, positive lifestyles and happy spaces for you and your loved ones. Please welcome founder of Urban Retreat Interiors, Safia Sheikh. When you talk to people about interior design... It's one of those things that people spend a lot of time and energy to improve their surroundings. There's something kind of artistic in that, wellness, well-being in that. There's an element of keeping up with the Joneses in that. There's an element of you know, home building, nesting, meeting functional, technical requirements of your family. People never think to actually bring in a mm-hmm. specialist. Interior decoration is one
1: thing, which is quite separate to interior design. And people feel that they can do the interior decoration themselves, but the interior designer actually designs the room, designs the spaces like an architect would, but they can change even in a square box, they can divide the space up. And those are the things that we'd never think of. I mean, for instance, in my case, Before I went on this kind of road um, of interior design, it was, I wanted somebody to come over and he suggested putting the washing machine upstairs. He said, all your clothes, you take all your clothes off in the bathroom, just chuck it in the bathroom, let's put it there and it's all done. You don't have to take it all the way downstairs, fold it and bring it all the way up and that kind of process. And this is what interior designers do. They work out how people live, they work out how they think, how they feel, all of these elements I just find it so exciting to work a person out. I feel like I'm a therapist when I go in. And, and it's used sometimes between the husband and wife and their two tastes. And that is just the most exciting part of my job is just watching them with a big smile like you've just got now.
0: <laughs> I can see your services be really, really valuable in that instance, because if, when two people come together, they're probably going to have very different tastes. They'd be very lucky if they have similar tastes. Probably find one person will dominate But yes, it'd be interesting to bring in, I suppose, an independent consultant to come in and see, look, can we make this work for both of us? That must be quite an interesting process. Yes,
1: no, it is. I mean, sorry to answer your question, as in why do people not value that and think that they can do it themselves? I think good interior designers just make them feel that they've actually made all those choices. And so they think, what's the point of that? I could do that. But they have no idea that the source book that we have, we meet suppliers quite regularly, we know all the latest looks and it doesn't necessarily have to be the most wow in fashion you can have just the latest in the materials latest in say sustainability and all these various things for instance i'm doing lighting at the moment for this lady and she said well i just need to do some lighting and she thinks it's just easy about going on online to john lewis or something like that picking a light that's it done and whatever but i can play with scale i can play with color and it doesn't have to be bright just to make a statement i can link all the colors together that she's currently got get rid of things and it's just like a real declutter of her thoughts and her ideas just to get all of our ideas in one place and it could be just on a board it could be you know suggestions and things but it's usually the messiness in your head that's coming out
0: in your home it's more than an interior designer
1: pretty much call myself like a counselor or a consultant
0: well firstly I think it's quite an undervalued service or misunderstood and, mm-hmm. well, and why I say that is in terms of property porn, I will devour, you know, alongside the cooking shows, I devour mm-hmm. anything to do with property and renovation. And I've been doing that for two decades plus. And what I can say mm-hmm. is every single time the family, whether it's a single person, a couple, a big family, whatever, they get the experts to come in and to redesign their home. Mm-hmm. They've been mm-hmm. in tears. You've got the one that's sort of the 60-minute makeover. I think that's one extreme. Yes. The one where they yes. pack them away for a day or a week. To the one where mm-hmm. they build a home. You know, there's all these different um, layers of it. And their lives are totally transformed. I don't mean, oh, it's a nice room. I mean, the way they live as individuals and as a family unit mm-hmm. is completely transformed. It
1: is huge and it's for both sides really because as an interior designer walking out of somebody's house and they're oh, you don't understand how much you've done for me but it's equally for us as well because you know you get that instant feeling of from the beginning when you've arrived in their home and they're just oh god I don't know what to do, I don't know what to start, I don't know how to do it. There's obviously a process and you put them in and slot it all in, make it organised and yes you do have ups and downs, it's so personal as we say but it's a mixture of like it's interior architecture, interior decorator and interior design There are all these different kind of and people maybe are just confused and I think the course I went to they're trying to promote that anyone can have this service anyone can use it and there's obviously different levels and there have been a lot of online interior design offers that you can get say 500 pound and you can get a whole makeover for a room and making it easy a majority of the task is done by the client so they just plonk in some ideas and then the designer quickly whips it up. So they're trying to make it a bit more easier, user-friendly and for various levels of house owners. Again, it depends how much you need. I mean, that's a great starting point and it's making it easier. Obviously, these programmes make it easier for people to realise how important it is. But it's still an ongoing process and it's still usually the only people that you see that are really successful are the ones that are really up there, like Susie Hoodless or... Abigail O'Hearn, I don't know if you've heard of her, and she's, she's known for her dark, moody interiors. And she really has rocked the world on Instagram and various places because she's just come down to their level that design can be what you make it. And she's done courses and various things to say, these are the tools, this is like the backbone of design, and now make it your own, but these are the tools. And that's what I think people need. That's what I feel people lack, is that. They just need a little guidance and they need like a framework and then they can just go with it. And that's what I love to do. I don't like to take over a project. I like to say, this is your project. And that's what gives me the buzz. And that's what I'm going to keep doing the job for because I absolutely love that element that people feel. And they, it is them. Ultimately, it's just unravelling who they are.
0: Given it's a space where you, you live your life and you live it with the people you love the most, I think that a lot of people miss the trick. Maybe they're afraid to experiment, you know, fear of getting it wrong or, you know, what will friends or neighbours say? You know, if you love, say, bright orange or whatever, you might think, I don't want to put it on there. I've been into people's homes where it's an extension of their character and their personality, and I can see firsthand the impact it has on their well-being. And whether I like it or not is irrelevant. It's not my home, but I've come to appreciate it, and you feel the vibe, the happiness. It's great. Yes. I've been into people's homes where I can see they're playing it safe. Especially those new developments it feels very new safe, clean lines, yes. bland. If you imagine that program, is it through the keyhole from years ago? Like yes. who would live in a place <laughs> like this? Very I have playful. no idea. A robot? Boring. I don't know. <laughs> Did I say that? I it <laughs> a cyborg? It's I don't great. know. Um, can I say accountant? No, <laughs> I'm an accountant. <laughs> oh, <totally. laughs> you haven't done your research. <laughs> no, but it's true. I always say to people, oh, I know, I know <laughs> it sounds really scary, but you know, if you're really into the bright orange or the burnt orange or whatever, I had burnt orange when I was at uni. Loved it and spray painted my radiator silver. The worst that can happen is Wait, that a
1: radiator. That's
0: yeah, well, I couldn't afford. You well. know, I was renting. I didn't own it. And um, So I wasn't about to buy the landlord a radiator. A sense of achievement. Mm. Oh, it was. I loved going into my room. It was this sort of metallic with colours and some sort of moody elements. I bought some blinds from either IKEA mm. or somewhere, but they were the silver ones. I mean, this is yes. We're talking nineteen ninety three. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> Didn't care what anyone else had to say, but they happened to love it. <laughs> too. Yeah. And I'm just thinking about like how it made me feel, and you know the fact that it's so achievable for a lot of people with a little assistance. And the worst that can happen is you just paint over it.
1: Yes, yes. And that's why I love going in. So people say, is that okay? And is that okay? Yeah, of course it is. And it's giving them confidence. And it just, it just buzzes me so much. My key thing for my business as such was to create haven, especially during this time, because people are finding, obviously they're spending so much time at home and they realise, oh my God, you know, one, one, there's not maybe lack of space but we can create space. that's our job. Interior designs find space, and you don't maybe necessarily see it because you've got so many personal things around you. You don't know what to get rid of. Somebody comes in, they kind of declutter everything. They have no personal attachments, and that's what I learn in yoga, no attachments, no mental attachments. <laughs> you do. I don't have that with somebody else's things. And that's what I can do when I go into their home, you know, no emotion attached, and clear it and show them some spaces where they can work. And that's what's been brilliant, making people's places their home and their haven so that they can get through this temporary time that we've got. I was listening to a summit, it was a big design summit last week, and they're saying it's definitely going to change our way that we're working. And this is exciting for me because obviously I'm always focused on home. It's like we've always used a home to kind of relax in for that evening, but not seen it more as this, this place that we can work from, we can do all of those kind of day to day runnings. Make it feel ours, make it feel homely again and creating those spaces. And that's what I'm working a lot on now. And then the office, external office, we see more where they collaborate with each other because that's what we're missing, I think. So there's that whole area of design as well that we've been doing. But I like to focus more on the personality. I've always been with people. I love that connection with people and suppliers. I think that's got me very excited to stay in what I'm doing. And I feel like I I love it. And that's nice to
0: hear. And I think you're... Definitely right. I mean, we're in end of 2020. And in terms of lifestyles, you know, I I have numerous friends who at some stage, both parents are working from home, and they have grown up children, you know, who were studying at home, and the home hasn't doubled in size, there might be one office, sometimes there there was no office. Mm -hmm. And now they've had Mm -hmm. to create these spaces. And they were really struggling just to find a space. So what would be interesting is, yeah, for them to just sort of repurpose their homes and create these spaces where it's still a safe haven. They've got the area where the family get together and it can be lots of fun. And those that have done it really well have found that things are so much better than before because they're able to work with their partners or with their children and not have this home that felt cluttered. I've always felt that what limits you is your thinking. And and the reason I say that is every year I like to have a little boat trip on the river or the canal. And I hire yes. one of these canal boats. It's a three-double-bedroom canal boat. If you've seen a canal boat, you've seen how big a canal yeah. boat looks. And in the one that I hire, it's three double-bedrooms, kitchen yes. with everything, cooker, fridge-freezer, microwave, the works, dining room, mm-hmm. living room, two bathrooms. So once you see spaces like that and you realise, oh, my God. And some people live like that. That, that is where they live.
1: Mm-hmm, they do. So they do. It's have a records for me.
0: Exactly. But yes, you're in Chiswick. I have friends that have a yes. yeah, a Dutch barge there. So, and they've got I think five bedrooms and a jacuzzi, they've got the work. Yeah. So, so when you understand that it's all in the mind, you realize, actually, I can, as you said, I can reconfigure the space and work magic. But as you said, it's our personal attachment. We don't know where to begin because look, I can't get rid of that. Can't get rid of that. Where's that going to go? So someone like you coming in and not having that and can be really subjective. Okay. Yeah, is helpful have To be
1: careful as well, of course, and this is <laughs> the skill of
0: the job. It's not say, Oh, that's so awful, get rid of that. You don't really need that. Um,
1: get in trouble. But yes, it's definitely easier for me to do it as an outsider. And it's all these little things that I guess I need to, uh, as interior designers, you need you kind of need to promote. It would contribute to your well being. It's promoting that and helping people through that and for them to see it. And it's just little things. If you just say, I mean, sometimes I can go into a house and, and it's usually my friends. <laughs> oh, you just need to get rid of that light, and, and it will change the whole effect.
0: Like, wow, how do you do that?
1: <laughs> the funny thing is, in, in my own house, I do have pottery areas, <laughs> and it's so always the case, because obviously that personal attachment. But slowly, with my yoga practice, I have learned, you know, the non-attachment does help, you know, and that keeps me, keeps me sane and happy. And having done the training there, it's like I like to put that through into my interior design as well. You can just juggle things around, move things around, create different energies in your room and meaningful things in your place, not just things that just are there for the sake of it because it was in a magazine. And that's the difference. That's the that's where you get that happens every time you look at it. It gives you some sort of all oh, buzz in your in your, in your body and yourself. You know that sense of feeling. That's this is my home. And I bought that from whatever country that it was, and that you had that happy feeling, things like that. To just tell them to get it out the cupboard and put it out there. The worst thing I think people find when they're trying to do their own homes is, what style am I? Do I need to be a style? And that's the biggest thing. There's scandi, there's you know eclectic, there's this made- and contemporary, and they mix it up, and then like, oh god, what a mess! Because it said it in that magazine. That's where I got it from. I'm thinking, oh god, where do I start?
0: But that's that's my job. I find it very easy.
1: It's working out a solution, and that's what I really love.
0: Yeah, because when I think of style, I think of say some things on a magazine. It's like, this is the latest fashion, and I go out and buy it. Great, quickly becomes dated, and then suddenly my feelings about that outfit when I'm in it changes over time because it's no longer in style I was going to talk about your home you're in your home a lot Mm, you know yes you you really are so I I think now especially (laughs) now yeah so I think in the same way that you know I've used business coaches life coaches when it's come to things like career my husband and I've used counsellors when we've needed to Mm -hmm. um, people to Mm -hmm. help manage grief or um, uh, trauma all that sort of stuff you know, go to a doctor when you're unwell, or I've been to chiropractors, physios, blah, 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 tried, you know, (laughs) yoga. And (laughs) so, yeah, so now (laughs) my, yeah, my understanding and the way that I, when I'm advising friends, I just say to them, it doesn't have to be a whole configuration of your house. It could be one particular tiny little problem that you have in terms of the way you live. And I always say, give it a go. Go Mm -hmm. and see how much it costs. Try it, see what the value is to you. But usually that person, such as yourself, it's helping mm-hmm. you determine, you know, how yes. you want to live and then with mm-hmm. all their expertise around, you know, how you can make that happen. And and, and what I love about when I went onto your um, Instagram is that you've been doing that in a way that there's a, there's a program oh. that I, I love, Dick and Angel. Is it called Escape to the Chateau or whatever? Husband and wife. And what they do, which you're doing, which I love, is that they're connecting mm-hmm. with clients, people who have these real problems at home and mm-hmm. helping them to come up with their solutions you know by consulting with them and then doing a bit yes. of coaching and then also a bit of you know encouraging you love bright orange go for it and then explaining mm-hmm. how they can take those baby steps and then you see the end product and that person yes. is in love with that space yeah I
1: love that yeah, you're doing that, gives that. Me goosebumps that. oh thank you no I love it uh, it took me some time to, like thinking am I going to do this and I think it's, it's all about service isn't it I feel How can you serve some? You know, somebody radiate whatever you've got. You know, you're happy. I mean, I generally I'm a really happy person. Sometimes a bit too happy. (laughs) Always laughing. Always crazy. Um, I love it. So I am known for crazy. My friends' circle of friends. (laughs) I mean, who takes all their friends out to Morocco and goes to takes them to the middle of the Sahara Desert?
0: (laughs) Last year, this time last year, we were there. You still still have friends. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, there. Oh my God, your friends are very forgiving. <laughs> they're not a bad place, actually. And I think also if you went to other countries, like I think Japan or somewhere like that, where they're really big on you know, the energy in a room and in terms of yes. the well-being. So I like that you've put really? in the well-being and the nurturing aspect. Architects do have that expertise sometimes, but they don't necessarily go
1: and do it. Offices are definitely going that way. It's quite an exciting time, as bad as it seems. But for me, it's progress. I think we needed it. It was a big shake. We've realised what our homes mean to us, what our family means to us, whether it was good or bad in it, but what we mean to ourselves. And the office had taken over our lives. And I think whether we love the office or we don't, my husband absolutely loves being in the office, but (laughs) it has... (laughs) Nothing to do with me," he says. (laughs) They don't have
0: um, ping pong tables in there, do they? Oh,
1: they have everything.
0: (laughs) Okay, say no more. Because I did notice a lot of them were going that way. So in previous years, they were creating these spaces, interaction and creative. um...
1: The big thing now going forward is going to be to encourage people to come and do that travel. They need people to collaborate, you know. But where, as we used to walk through a corridor and say hi, say, "Can you do that for me?" or "Should we talk about that later?" We can't do that anymore. And that's where those ideas, those juicy ideas, used to come. And so designers are going to be working hard now to see how they can encourage people to either come back to the office for certain amounts of time. So it's going to be quite hard. I mean, what are our urban places going to look like? And but I think it's going to be everything's going to be in a smaller vicinity. So everything we're going to be kind of. Self-sufficient in the 12, I think they're already doing in America, 12 to 15 minute radius of um, moving around because people do not like to travel as much anymore um, through
0: various reasons of safety. And, and what's great about your service, as you said, it's, it's an exciting time in terms of those office spaces. They have to look at not just the health and the safety and the whole Mm COVID-19 compliance, but creating that kind of energy within that. And similarly, the same people that are going there are also working from home, maybe one day or more a week. So they're Mm -hmm. probably looking at that space as well and trying to, it's a whole new world in terms of that because we were never there before, not you know, the majority of the work. No, I
1: mean, yeah. it started off with WeWork. Uh, there's various, and there's one of the, the names, WeWork, that you go into the office, but lots of the hotels have been encouraging people, and it's usually been freelancers. Um, And people like that going into the hotel lobby and having a nice coffee and sitting there and being independent and yet in a new environment meeting different people not just the same people as well there's so many you know kind of branches to this exciting way of working being independent being in charge as opposed to having this authoritarian kind of physical kind of figure of this is what it means to work is to come here but they're finding they're a lot more productive when they do work from home or externally from the office it's usually when people go into work it's like an hour is spent hi have a coffee let's have some breakfast da-da-da-da-da. and then you know and then it's emails and phone calls and things because we all just email everything instead of we could just say <laughs>
0: <laughs> even though even though the person sat right next to you I've had yes. emails from people who were, you know I <laughs> think I could just touch them <laughs> or oh, I could back in the days <laughs> so when you're not leaving your friends in the Moroccan desert um where can people yeah. find out more, more about you I've got Urban Retreat Interiors. <laughs> uh, I see your Instagram, which is great, and I love the level of Oh, thank you. You, uh, you give there. You. So you're based in Chiswick, but you can service what any area really now. Yes, um,
1: and we do everything on on Zoom. So it's not really a problem. The only, you know, sometimes you think, oh, she likes this fabric and oh, how does it go? But it works out. I kind of, I know roughly the feeling. So yeah, everywhere. But people, people tend to, it's usually word of mouth, to be honest. And then Instagram has helped people to find me. Oh, look, it's been a
0: real pleasure talking with you. Keep doing what you're doing. I think it's great that you're engaging people. Christmas is coming up, so people are possibly feeling a little unsure about you know how do they celebrate Christmas this year when they can't get together so I'm sure you've got lots of creative thinking up your sleeve and to use your Mm. channel and to get that interaction to get the colors and the sparkle and that party vibe going for people and yeah I mean that's that's great
1: oh no it's good to put excitement in people's lives during this time as well because there's always something there's always you can just scrape it out from somewhere um, whatever we're going through and you know we've been given one chance so let's go for it (laughs)
0: You've been listening to me, Vivian Braidwood. Ask me any lifestyle related question or let me know which topic you'd like me to cover during our essential coffee break. Tag me and use the hashtag Shades and Coffee with Vivian on Twitter or Instagram. If you like this podcast, hit subscribe and please rate us. Shades and Coffee. Look good, feel good.